gentlemen of the interweb good evening and welcome to joe's people it's a catholic podcast but it's not totally lay tonight on the big show joe interviews his friends katie martin and katie fujarski joe is joined by his good friend joe morris's co-host then we'll have more sacred poetry read by regis martin with background music by catholic composer pianist eric jenis it's going to be another great installment of in your face catholicism and now, the man who makes me a better Catholic. Wait, I'm not saying that. You're the man who booked up all the inns in the Bethlehem for that F1 race. Just say the line. And now, the man who makes me a better Catholic, Mr. Joe Geisler and his co-host, Joe Morse. Hey, thanks for that great intro, Carlos. That was awesome. Yeah, thanks, everybody. We have a huge studio audience in the, in the studio today. And uh, so... And so, uh, yeah, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here and on the interwebs across the across the world. Uh, joining me this week is Joe Morse as my co-host. How's it going this week, Joe? Oh, fantastic! Are you are you excited to be on the show? Absolutely. Great, as usual. good, good, awesome. Yeah. Uh, just uh, so, yeah. How how you doing this week? Um, doing well. Um, getting married. Cool. Excellent. Yeah, That's good. So, yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's been. My- there's actually things that you need to do to get married. Evidently, I didn't know this before, but really, I, I yeah, you can't just like get up there and can't just do just it. Get married, you just right? walk up and like do it. Joe versus yeah, the so volcano yeah. type. Marriage. That's good. Yeah, my producer tells me, yeah, she's a great girl. Yeah, I, that's what my research has shown so far from my producer. She's yeah, absolutely so. lovely. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. That's, that's excellent. Yeah, yeah and it's actually uh, a good good timing that I'm on this podcast because mm-hmm. uh, it's a Marian. It's about you know Marian devotion. Yeah, and um, our relationship and engagement has a lot of uh marian motif okay so yeah it's um i i we we got engaged at our lady of prom succor in uh new orleans we're gonna get married sorry our lady of what prom succor okay and then uh okay so that's like praying to mary for um prompt help prompt help okay yeah that's a good synonym but um that's the patron saint of new orleans okay um, and it's just a, a lovely shrine there, um, and we're going to get married in New Orleans uh, Immaculate Conception, which is a Jesuit okay. uh, church, but one of the most gorgeous places on earth. And some people may not know, but the Jesuits are actually Catholic, so yeah. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's good timing with our, our Pope um, being Jesuit. It's, it's not yeah. clear whether or not they... Um, designated the first Jesuit pope after they just they heard that we were getting married at a Jesuit church. So yeah, not. you're not sure if that's a that if had anything a to do with it. Or not. I'm not sure. Yeah, you guys can audibly <laughs> laugh. It's a the audience is like holding back their laughter. I know or, it's and it's tough to do. Yeah, I know it's it's brutal. We have you yeah, I know. Funniest guys I know. I know. Yeah, it's it's tough and humble. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so you have you can sometimes have problems with that. Yeah. No, it is good. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's good to have a studio audience this time. I don't have to uh, put in a pl- canned applause. Right. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. We can and we can amplify them. Post- and they're excellent them after at later. applauding. But, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they get a uh, good applause there. See, they're real people. Great. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're they're actual. Joe people. actually has Mostly people. 
At least 10% of them are real people, and then uh, others I'll, I'll put bots in. You'll, you'll add some I'll, I'll add some. laughter? I'll add some canned laughter from different nice. tracks of composites of my friends. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So Oh, okay, yeah. So, talking about the Pope. Uh, all right, so there was... So, yeah, Pope Francis, he always tracks well. Um, there was a... So, um, he had a... Uh, there was a little bit of a talk... Or he had a discussion about atheism and agnosticism. There's a book coming... Or that would have came, uh, come out by now, possibly, called uh, On Heaven and Earth, and it's about... A conversation he had with a rabbi while he was still a cardinal, and um, uh, there's a little I have a little quote from the book um, talking about uh, he and the rabbi were talking about atheism and agnosticism. He said uh, the um, the then cardinal Bergoglio said, "At any rate, I know more agnostic people than atheists. The first are more uncertain; the second are more convinced. We, meaning Catholics, have to be coherent with the message that we receive from the Bible." Every man is the image of God, whether he is a believer or not. For that reason alone, everyone has a series of virtues, qualities, and a greatness of his own. If he has some vileness, as I do, we can share that in order to mutually help one another and overcome it. So, um, wow. good advice in general. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, so I have, uh, uh, you know, friends of all faiths and no faith that, you know, um, a lot of people love me of different faiths, so it's all... <laughs> It's, I, I also, a lot of swing dancers I deal with, and um, like I said before, uh, I often use guilt, uh, use Catholic guilt on people of all yeah, uh, faiths how does or that no work? faith. Does that, and it, it does actually that works pretty equally? well just about everybody. So. Great. I find a lot of universalism and things like that. So, so well, that's, I guess that's why they call it, it the does, Catholic uh, Church, mm-hmm. which means universal. Yeah, I'd heard that, yeah. actually. Yeah, that does, so the yeah, Catholic so. guilt yeah, is great. universal guilt. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. So anyway, so what do you think about that? Um, that idea of the popes, yeah, I think that, it's um, you know it's we should, um, yeah about but, atheism and agnosticism that I just read before that oh, you know perhaps you may have you know recalled and have a thought it about just, it's know. it's you know you need to um, let it sink in. True, yeah, he's a, he's a brilliant guy for at least a millisecond or two. So you know <laughs> so you can have a some sort of response that you know our listeners might want to hear. So but I like that we um, could cue yeah them, whether you know, people or believe or not they're they are made in the image of God and. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they want it or not, you are called to love them as as other fellow human beings and persons. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Um, and and every saint has a past. Every sinner has a future. That one. Right. I don't know. That's not my property, but I may put, make a T-shirt <laughs> of that. But uh, if I can, do a meme on that. <coughs> we'll talk with General Counsel about that. But, uh, so, right. Um. Yeah. Great. So. Okay. So yes, yeah, so we're gonna interview the the two Katies too, and. Uh, Katie Fujarski, Katie Martin. I was, I was I, um, yeah, so the two Katies. K squared. We're going to face off two, the two Joes. The two Joes against the two Katies. Two Katies. So, yeah, um, yeah, I think, I think you can take them pretty much. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get your back. So nice. you, uh, <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever, I'm backing you up pretty much. So, uh, yeah, if we ever get into trouble or anything like that. So, and then, yeah, so uh, they're going to, um, so you, uh, I'm trying to remember if you've met the two Katies before oh, this yeah. interview. They're my people as well. Are and, they? And yeah. Joe, I, I should mention, I, I'm really, glad and appreciative that you decided to name your podcast after me and i just i wanted to let you yeah, know well, publicly some, uh yeah well no that, that's not real well no well uh, sometimes i had thought <laughs> about oh, wait, it being what we said joe's it wasn't na- I, I thought about j-o-e-s apostrophe people <sighs> but we uh remember we decided i wanted to have total creative control and roll with an iron <laughs> fist so i think that's in the that sounds about catechism right. somewhere we're supposed to do stuff like that so um yeah so th- anyway so yeah it's uh, it's mostly my my people I and mean, you know you you are one of my people though and your people can, be, can be a subset of my people that's fine right. but um yeah, yeah so uh, some people thought that the bishop they were 
I, I gave it to them, and they're like, somebody didn't know me. They're like, oh, do you mean a bishop? And I'm no, well, no. It's, uh, <laughs> His name is Joe, by the way. It is, yeah, also, it's Joe. But all those listeners that um, aren't, yeah. So he can't really be on my show because I don't really know him yet. But I mean, I, I've seen, you know, I've seen him huh. around, but uh, so. But you know, Vicar General, That's shocking. Though, he, uh, he's not your print. Not yet. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's, it takes time to build a relationship. Wow. You know, he did, he washed my feet though one Holy Thursday. Wow, that might be good. That might be good enough. I actually. think that yeah, I think I can. Because very few yeah. of my friends have washed my feet. Right. So that that puts. I'm glad that's know, not a qualification. It's it's not really normally. <laughs> so, but, I mean, I may, I, I might be, may make that in the future, but it's sort of. <laughs> but oh yeah, so they're uh, so they're Katie. So now they're big on that Schoenstatt movement. Sure, uh, Schoenstatt. 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 Schoen. We're g- we're gonna figure that out before then, that podcast. So have you ever heard anything about that? Have you ever have you ever Absolutely, heard tell yeah, about the Schoenstatt? Um, I know that at least through Katie um, Martin that. You know that they're trying to build a, a official shrine here in Austin. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's a great location, and um, I think the movement is fantastic. And that, that shrine may already have been built by the time the podcast is listened to by somebody. You never know; it might be a thriving movement by then. I feel so, like I'm in a time warp right now. We'll be talking about you know Katie as you know there'll be Pope talk about Katie possibly. Right. We, we never know; it might be that. <laughs> Might be an amendment to the catechism of some sort, you know. But, but anyway, so uh, I mean, we never we know what it might, she could be. Blessed Katie by then, or we jump the rails. You know, yeah, so, but uh, you never know. I, I'm just saying, anything could happen between now and like somebody could be listening to this, you know, five, ten years in the future, and then it could be it's all sorts to of. Think about. It could already be a devotion there going. So, but anyway, so right. um, but yeah, so today uh, the podcast will well, we'll actually we're not gonna we'll try to think if we'll talk about the show. I think we'll. I guess we could talk about the show and stud on this podcast, and then um, okay, perhaps we'll talk about Mariology on another podcast with them. Yeah, so yeah, but anyway, I think they're uh, both great conversations. They are; they're excellent topics, yeah, to have in general. Yeah. This is Joan Pearsall, and I'm glad to be one of Joe's people. You're listening to Joe's People. Why not pop round to our website at joespeople.com? That's J O E S P. E O P L E dot com and like us on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash Joe's people. Thank you ever so much. Are you looking for the best Catholic content on the web or wondering how your parish or ministry can take advantage of social and new media? Hi, I'm Jason Alzando, co-founder of Austin Catholic New Media. Our team of bloggers, podcasters, and new media experts are dedicated to serving the church and spreading her message of God's love and mercy. We connect Catholics and collaborate on new and existing media projects in the Central Texas area. We promote and highlight the great things that Catholics are doing with new media in the Diocese of Austin and beyond. Our team is here to help educate your parish or ministry by providing education, support, and consultation on how to use new and social media to further your mission. We host the award-winning Two Guys to Grow on a Catholic podcast, and are home of the best collection of bloggers and podcasters in the Austin Diocese. If you'd like to find out more about Austin Catholic New Media, make sure you check out our website, austincnm.com. That's austincnm.com. All right, yeah, so we're back with uh, Joe's People here, broadcasting from joespeople.com, facebook.com slash joespeople. You can go like the page at any time. It's, you know, but, uh, oh, anyway, yeah, so we're with Joe Morse. Good buddy Joe Morse. That was awesome banter, Joe. Thank you. That was just, I, that was just great. Very insightful. Best, yeah. I, you've, I think you changed my my thinking a lot of, on a lot of things. That's impressive. I yeah. yeah. So that. okay, so we're joined by the two Katies. Uh, we have 
We have Katie Martin and we have Katie Fujarski. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, am I? Yes, sir. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so hi, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Great. Wow. And uh, I can. <laughs> Joe Square. It's, ju it's just Katie amazing Squared. that I can hear your voices just so clear on the audio. So we're, yeah, we're good. And then, um, so, so. <laughs> That was that was Katie laughing. That's not Katie. So, uh, so just to clear, this could get confusing. Things up there. So, and then we have Arlen floating around, getting behind the scenes pictures. So, if you hear things snapping. So, anywho. So, uh, um, yeah. And I, uh, as always, I remember to start my timer. So we're, I think we're we're good. It's it's a professional show as always. Um, so the Katies. Um, so let me start with Katie. Now where, <laughs> or okay, Katie, Katie Martin. No, I can't call you Kmart, right? Because that's a was that like a, a kid Ooh. thing or something? Was that <laughs> were you used in? Was was that used in school against you? Or? No, it's only been used by Katie Fu. Sorry. Really? Yeah. Okay. Katie did I get her doing that, or did you already call I her? I mean, that I think that probably the store was named after her. Probably. <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, they knew. That's what I, I heard. You know, when I was going to be born, and they yeah. were like, yeah, they were like, we'll just get this and yeah. get her yeah. name now. Yeah. So. Um, uh yeah uh so um yes so uh yeah uh now okay now where are you all from now um i'm originally from chicago but i've and this here. is katie martin talking yeah, so this, this is katie is not Kmart. Katie. Yeah, um so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm originally from chicago but i've lived in austin for the last 22 years so. okay yep originally from when so chicago time, yeah so. yeah, yeah. Chicago, wow. where town. You from? yep Evanston. So like south of the south side of Chicago, like Evanston, the the, yeah. the hood, is it? Where yeah, you? exactly. Yeah, okay. that's that's kind of where the whole Kmart thing started. You know, okay, I see. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And then it's now let's see. And okay, you've been in Chicago, Austin, yeah. and then uh, yeah, because I can't yeah, I can't really place your accent as being Texan in particular. Yeah. A little bit of Texan, it's you not know, Chicago, sort of, either, but it's yeah. not quite Chicago. You How know, do you, do you say Chicago or Chicago? Chicago. That's see a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. if you're really from Chicago, you have to say Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Chicago. Yeah, with the arms. Chicago. And Chicago. Chicago. listeners don't really see that, but you oh. got to say it with the hands. <laughs> yes. With the arms. Yep. Yeah. Add emphasis. City with big shoulders. <laughs> well, we like Chicago. Yeah. I was, yeah. I. Uh, it's a good pedestrian town. Mm -hmm. It was good that it was burnt down at one point because now you have all the brand new buildings. <laughs> true. So, yeah. True. So, it's, uh, yeah. But uh, the whole, they blame it on the cow, right? It's the Mrs. Cow? Somebody's cow. The, the a cow started the fire. Wow, they, that's yeah. what they say at mm -hmm. least. In a barn. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. use that next time that's I have story. something that goes wrong. Next thing you have a problem. It's the cow. So, it's the cow. Okay, now what did uh, so now uh, what, what's great about the podcast is I get to ask people questions I don't normally like. Usually I'm too busy talking about myself at a party and I don't know, like so I don't ask them questions like <laughs> like where, what did you study in college for instance? Where, where did you sure. go to college? I, I graduated from the University of Dallas. Okay. Um, and I studied elementary education, so okay. I'm certified to teach EC through six education. Um, teach way what through what? EC through six. It's What's early EC? early childhood. Okay. So is that like preschool? Like, pre, yeah, preschool, or, kindergarten, okay. um, through okay. sixth grade. Yeah. Through sixth grade, you can't teach. You try to teach seventh graders, they're gonna yeah, lock they're gonna you kick up. me out, send me back <laughs> to <Yeah>. Kmart. <laughs> a, you're just not can't handle yep. seventh grade stuff. Exactly. Okay. A, yeah. So, but I also studied. You, huh? yeah. you couldn't handle the algebra. Yeah, not okay? really. Not not really a big math person. Okay, so, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, now, okay, University of Dallas. So that's like a Catholic bastion, though, isn't it? Isn't that a big? Uh, it is, yeah. Very okay, yeah. Catholic. Lousy with Catholics yeah, up there. Yeah, very, very Catholic. Um, nice. I'd say probably like ninety-five percent of the community there is Catholic. Interesting. So, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, daily yeah. mass and um, all of that. 
Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it legal to differentiate between real Catholic universities and fake? No, the, well, the fake Catholic universities don't like to be told that they're fake right. Catholic so universities. We'll just, so it's yeah. no, we, we don't make the judgment. But we can say that it's a real Catholic university. Yeah, it's it a is. Real, and and George real, Weigel said that it's one of the premier Catholic universities in America. So it's the premier. premier. That's the, yeah, premier. So premier. the adjective yeah. that we yeah. like to use. You don't, you don't have any second-run stuff there. You only get right. premier right, there. Right, exactly. So yeah. what, red carpets. Right. Stuff like Pretty that, much. So. Okay, yeah, great. So. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so, okay, yeah, so, um, okay, now I'm going to switch to Katie. Yep. Um, Not to be so <laughs> this would be Katie Fujarski. We call her KFU, I think, for short. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah. Now, where where are you from? I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. But I grew up in San Antonio, and now I call Austin home. So you grew up uh, how when how uh, when, when did you go to when did you grow up start growing up in San Antonio? What? Eight to eighteen. Eight to eight. Okay. So. Yeah, so what would we expect of your ex? I, I'm, I, you know, I'm like Professor Higgins. I like to know about accents. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to place... Well, uh, I have, like, a weird mix. So, like, I can do a good Texas accent, especially when I need to. Necessary, yeah. And, like, y'all is my favorite word ever yeah. invented. It, it's the best contraction. I think it's fantastic. Uh, if I had to choose a favorite contraction, that would be the one. For sure. I, I've heard Austinites, like, if you're not born here, they don't really consider you Austin. Oh, some don't. Well, that's sad. But you're still sort of I a, consider myself one. But you're not quite a Yankee, though, because you're Midwestern, right. sort of, initially. So. Yeah. It's all good. So, so what do you study in college now? Mechanical engineering, actually. Okay, that's good. So engineering. Yeah, I heard tell about engineering. So yeah. You so, did, huh? Yeah, yeah. I uh, know a little bit about it. <laughs> uh, that's and wait, where was uh, where was this now? At UT here in at Austin. UT. Okay, so University you know, of Texas. Okay, you don't. Uh, yeah, you had to make the Longhorn. That's that's obvious. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, okay. Now, so this uh, okay. I, I I'll I'll ask this before the break, and we can get into it later. So now, some of my uh, some of my listeners are going to ask, oh, so why? Uh, okay, so you you have sort of a special devotion to Mary. We won't get into the special devotion, but like you know, so yeah, why, why do Catholics worship Mary? That's that's, that's the first question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't getting right into it, aren't we? <laughs> I don't want to get too uh, controversial, but yeah. So sure. Well, I mean, we're basically right. pagans in that way, and we worship Mary, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of pagan. Well, we do have pagan roots, I guess, um, in some way. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think, first of all, uh, it's kind of important to understand the distinction between what Catholics understand as worship and what they understand as veneration. Um, And I, you know, I would say that worship really is about uh, bowing down before and acknowledging um, God as our ultimate creator and... um, as sovereign over us um, versus veneration, which I would say refers more to um, really revering and respecting someone whose life is an example to us. Um, so I don't know if you want to add anything. Yeah, well, I mean, I, th- I think it's important to note too that based on that definition, Catholics don't actually worship Mary. It's more that we honor her, we look to her as the model of how we should live our Christian life. I mean, God was fully human and fully man, but Mary is the only fully human person that ever lived that was completely perfect. So, of course, she's the best model that we have for our Christian living, and we look to that. And, I mean, beside the fact of just being a good model, I feel like um, we look to her in a special way because she's Jesus' family. And um, I always try to explain to my non-Catholic friends in this way that it's, by getting to know her better, we get to know Jesus better. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, you think of any of your other friends, you get to know them in a certain way, but then later you meet their family, you kind of feel like you know them a little bit deeper because you kind of see where they come from and 
who's related to them and why maybe they are the way they are based on how you're getting to know their family. And that's, you know, a way that we can get closer to Jesus, too, is by getting to know his mother, you know. And Mary always points to Jesus, probably like any, you know, good mother who's going to brag on her kids. Like, mm. she always wants to talk about that. So yeah. um, we look to her to find out more about her son. Lena did, uh, Lena really, I'm going to use a little bit of his, one of his bits. He, he was talking about, can you imagine Jesus growing up, like he's in his 20s, and, you know, second person of the Trinity, and Mary, uh, you know, like, the, the, she, you know, maybe she's at the well, like, gathering water, and the other mothers are going, oh, my Timmy, he's such a great boy. And Mary's <laughs> thinking, like, yeah, my son's, like, second person of the Trinity. Uh, <laughs> my son made you your God. son. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, you know, can't really say much, you know. Just got to keep it on the down low. But, yeah, I'm sure yeah. she didn't say that, even though she might have been thinking it. Might have been thinking it. Maybe. <laughs> but, okay, also the, uh, but, okay, you... I think you mentioned the difference between veneration. Uh, there's a difference between between worship and adoration and veneration. That uh, s- some people seeing us ne- uh, venerating uh, an image of Mary or venerating a statue um, might wonder, okay, are we worshiping that statue? Yeah, uh, or a relic. And also, yeah, or um, or yeah, or a relic of the saints, or also. Um, if we're um, bowing to a, a to a or venerating an image, right? Like, what's that difference? Because we will genuflect in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll bow to the altar. Um, we shouldn't be genuflecting to an image of Mary. Is at least my understanding correct? Like, we shouldn't. There that should seems be right to me. Yeah. Right, yeah. there should be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Sorry, that was I, I'm probably getting off of. Uh, no, but, but yeah, no, I think that's an important point. <laughs> and I, I think, you know, when we do do those things, it's because we recognize them as a symbol or something that's representative of an ultimate reality that we can't see. Right? Yeah. So when we bow to the altar or we bow before a statue, it's as though we were bowing before someone with, that we're honoring in heaven. But yeah. obviously they're not here right now necessarily right. we don't we don't know exactly yeah. <laughs> you know it's more like a physical representation of the reverence that you're projecting or feeling in your heart i suppose so right. it's a lot it's a very hard distinction but it's a lot more about where your heart's at when you're doing those things right yeah and i can't know for sure if someone's thinking oh i'm going to this statue because i'm worshiping it or I'm no i just mean in terms of the, that they can make that mistake <laughs> they can oh, they, yeah. they can be forgiven for making the mistake that that of perceiving that, oh yeah, yeah, I brought my, I brought my non-Catholic friend to Mass. Why are those people worshiping that statue over there? Right, right? you know. So, yeah. cool. all right. Well, now now that I've yeah I've avoided the controversial topics, let me take a break <laughs> and then uh, we'll uh, we'll be right back with Joe's people. Are you looking for the best Catholic content on the web, or wondering how your parish or ministry can take advantage of social and new media? Hi, I'm Jason Alzando, co-founder of Austin Catholic New Media. Our team of bloggers, podcasters, and new media experts are dedicated to serving the church and spreading her message of God's love and mercy. We connect Catholics and collaborate on new and existing media projects in the Central Texas area. We promote and highlight the great things that Catholics are doing with new media in the Diocese of Austin and beyond. Our team is here to help educate your parish or ministry by providing education, support, and consultation on how to use new and social media to further your mission. We host the award-winning Two Guys to Grow on a Catholic podcast, and are home of the best collection of bloggers and podcasters in the Austin Diocese. If you'd like to find out more about Austin Catholic New Media, make sure you check out our website, austincnm.com. That's austincnm.com.
All right, we're back with uh, talking to Katie and Katie, and I'm here with Joe, and I'm Joe. <laughs> it's a Katie squared, Double Joe squared type of podcast. thing going on there. So, yeah, so, uh, are we, yeah, we're recording, okay. So, um, now we were talking about Mary and about, um, so yeah, so I guess I would ask Katie, uh, so where uh, uh, that joke never gets it old. I don't know how it doesn't, it doesn't get old, but I, I'll just keep working it as long as it doesn't get old. So uh, yeah, so like, when did your devotion to Mary uh, um, Germany? It's a good or, question. So. I I would say that it was at the end of high school, my senior year. I uh, started to kind of get to know the Schoenstatt movement through some friends of mine, and. Uh, my parents started getting involved in the Schoenstatt movement as well and were involved in the starting of a school um, that was kind of like a homeschooling co-op and they thought that that would be a good fit for me to kind of finish my senior year of high school with the Schoenstatt school and uh, there were two people in my graduating class and we should explain (laughs) first since that Schoenstatt is a Marian devotion and we'll get into it another (laughs) planned in another podcast to go into exactly how it's a Marian devotion. But True. Yeah, so yes. Yeah. yeah. So Schoenstatt is... Because even my Catholic listeners don't know what Schoenstatt is. Sure. Mostly, so. sure, sure. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, and, and that's kind of how I got to know more about Mary and really more about just Catholicism and what it means to be Catholic. Um, I don't think that I would have gotten to know my faith um, if it hadn't been for that year of really spending time learning about it. Yeah, and I, I really just came to see how she um, took me in a place where I was having a lot of trouble. I mean, a lot of teenagers go through rough times. and um, There was angst, teen angst. A little teen angst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that yeah, happens sometimes. I can't see that with you. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's a lot of internal yeah. turmoil. You know, I keep it all inside. Yeah, you don't, I don't see a whole lot of <laughs> uh, well. turmoil. Yeah. It's yeah. best to hold it inside and it squeeze is. it. Just, <laughs> squeeze it in. Yeah, just push it in, cram it in as much as you can. Yep. And then, yep. uh, <laughs> tick, 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 tick. Stack like nothing's wrong. So exactly. It's just the best. Exactly. Put, a, put a happy face on it. Not endorsed by the American Psychological Association. Anyway, I don't know. People, Different people have different theories. So that's all I'm saying. Okay, anyway, sorry, uh, we were... But anyway, so yeah, I just really came to see how how she really was and is a mother to me and, and saw saw the struggles that I was having and um, and really took care of me. So. Cool. So now yeah. Ka- I'll switch to Katie. So uh, now, how? yeah, so tell me more about your, your devotion to Mary. She's kind of always been in my life, interestingly. Um even like the first school that I went to in the first church like where I was baptized and had my first communion and everything was Queen of All Saints which is Mary um, so just kind of always been there but um, I grew a lot closer to her in college and um, my actually last year at UT I had the distinct honor of being chosen to play Mary in a like live action mm-hmm. passion and uh, I remember thinking like I shouldn't be doing this. I'm totally not worthy of doing this. And how can I ever have been chosen to be this one? And uh, so I, I think during that time, she was kind of calling me to it. And uh, I prayed, talked to her a lot, and was just like, help me be able to do this and 
help me be the best version of you that I could be and, and play this to a way that you would have felt and acted. And through that time, I think, was when Mary and I really, you know, grew close and uh, she kind of carried me on through there and uh, into my introduction to Shunset as well. So, um, yeah, she's definitely been there for me and become a close friend. So now, when, you're, when you were doing the, the this play, how old were you? 22. Oh, okay, I was thinking this was like a grade school player. No, no, oh. yeah, it was my last year in college, okay. so, um, yeah. You weren't doing method acting then or anything <clears> like that? It was yeah, I'm not so good at the acting, really, okay. so it was pretty much all her... Inspired by Mary, more so yeah. than by Method or by Marlon Brando or something. That's good. <laughs> it's better. I'd recommend Mary over Marlon usually. So, uh, so um, oh, okay. The other thing, well, okay, I'll, I'll ask you. The other thing that people will ask is, oh, well, a lot of the things that we think about Mary, they're not in the Bible. So uh, what are you Catholics doing? Hmm. So um, a lot of the, no, we don't have to get into that. But I mean, I guess, uh, let's see. Um, you don't want to talk about that anymore. But I would. Uh, <laughs> That's a great, it's a great question. <laughs> it is uh, a good question. We can, yeah, we can always go, go deeper in that. Uh, um, let's see. So I guess I would also ask um, yeah, so relative to Mary. Well, okay, here's the other thing, though, is that people say, oh, well, a devotion to Mary is leading us away from Jesus. That you're. Um, Oh, you're devoted to Mary, but you're pulling. Uh, she's pulling away from Jesus, and uh, so what would your response be to that? That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe, wrong. To put it bluntly, maybe fill that theology out a little bit or something. Like, how does it change your it's an effective argument? Your, That's wrong. How, or let me put it this way: Like, how has uh, your devotion to Mary brought you closer to Jesus? Well, I think it's like one, one of the things I was saying before, she kind of points you towards Jesus. So that's why you get to know Mary is to get to know Jesus better. Uh, you know, like we were, you were talking about before how uh, their moms like to brag on their kids and stuff. And mm -hmm. so it's like, that's kind of who Mary is. Like her whole life was in service to her son and was about him and serving God and through that way. So everything that she is and stands for is meant to direct us to Jesus and um, there's a part in the Bible where Mary's meeting Elizabeth and uh, she goes through the whole what we Catholics know as Magnificat and you know what she says is my soul magnifies the Lord yeah. which implies that when we look at her we're not actually seeing her but we're seeing God in a bigger way just by looking at her yeah. and that's what she lives for and I think that is meant to be her role in the church and in our faith is to reflect or to magnify God and God's love and she tries to teach us of that so it's not that we're taking the focus away from God when we're you know looking to Mary on the contrary it's that in fact she's trying to make him bigger for us and she's trying to maybe explain him in another way or just make him more tangible for us being that she is you know the fully human one who had God within her heart um she kind of just points us to him. Now, yeah, um, you could al you could almost say G or Mary was the first Christian. I mean, in terms of following Jesus from the beginning, right? Uh, um, 
I, other people said, oh, well, think of Mary as a window, a very clear window, and her humility is that clearness. And, you know, God is the, is the sun, basically. And it's, mm-hmm. you, know, you look at Mary, you don't see Mary, you see God. Basically, right. you see through. So. Analogy Some I really theolo- like is, is that Mary's the moon. Mary's the moon and Jesus is the sun, right? So uh-huh. the moon only gets light by reflecting the sun. Yeah. Much like Mary only gets her holiness by reflecting Christ's holiness. There you go. Okay. Great. Nice. Uh, anything to add? <laughs> <laughs> anything to add to Katie's comments, Katie? Or, uh, yeah, I, I think you pretty much said everything I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> she stole your thunder. Totally. <laughs> but yeah, it also reminds me what you were saying about the window and the sun shining through it. Um, it just reminds me of this story that I heard about a, a little girl who was in a church and she started looking at all of the, the windows in the church and, you know, looking at the saints and she said, Mommy, saints are people that the light shines through. And huh. I think that's just such a perfect wow. That's pretty good. recognition, uh, you know, from the mouth of babes. Wow. <laughs> now, who owns you know, the IP so to that? I want to ask you. I'm going to make t shirts of that. You need to make a meme. That's a meme. That'll be memed and t shirted and copy mugged. So just so you know. It was really beautiful. T shirted. Great. Any good ideas like that are property of Joe Geisler. <laughs> <laughs> and all, and his it's on the podcast. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, just, you know, I, I should make it up. There, so. Anyway, great. Okay. Cool. So, uh, good discussion and uh, it was good having you ladies on and uh, we will have a further discussion about your show and start devotion on another podcast that may or may not, uh, um, you know, appear in, 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 the, in any particular order. So, it may have even been played before this. So, yeah. Whoa. But, yeah. Anyway, all right. <laughs> all right, thanks for being on the show, Katie and, and Katie. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Jeff. And now I have the honor of introducing yet another in our Sacred Poetry series. Uh, I'm about to take you somewhere sad and beautiful that I've known about for a few years. Um, after talking about Mary in the podcast, I thought it would be fitting to share this poem by Joyce Kilmer called The Robe of Christ. Uh, as always, Professor, uh, Professor Regis Martin is reading, and the amazing pianist Eric Janis provides the soundtrack. Joyce Kilmer, 1886-1918 The Robe of Christ At the foot of the cross on Calvary, three soldiers sat and diced, and one of them was the devil, and he won the Robe of Christ. When the devil comes in his proper form to the chamber where I dwell, I know him and make the sign of the cross which drives him back to hell. And when he comes like a friendly man and puts his hand in mine, the fervor in his voice is not from love or joy or wine. And when he comes like a woman with lovely smiling eyes, black dreams float over his golden head like a swarm of carrion flies. Now many a million tortured souls in his red halls there be. Why does he spend his subtle craft in hunting after me? Kings, queens, and crested warriors whose memory rings through time, these are his prey, and what to him is this poor man of rhyme? that he, with such laborious skill, should change from roll to roll, should daily act so many a part, 
to get my little soul. Oh, he can be the forest, and he can be the sun, or a buttercup, or an hour of rest when the weary day is done. I saw him through a thousand veils, and has not this sufficed? Now must I look on the devil robed in the radiant robe of Christ? He comes, and his face is sad and mild, with thorns his head is crowned. There are great bleeding wounds in his feet, and in each hand a wound. How can I tell, who am a fool, if this be Christ or no? Those bleeding hands outstretched to me, those eyes that love me so. I see the robe, I look, I hope, I fear. But there is one who will direct my troubled mind. Christ's mother knows her son. O Mother of good counsel, lend intelligence to me, encompass me with wisdom, thou tower of ivory. This is the man of lies, she says, disguised with fearful art. He has the wounded hands and feet, but not the wounded heart. Beside the cross on Calvary, she watched them as they diced. She saw the devil join the game and win the robe of Christ. So that was an amazing poem by Joyce Kilmer. And um, uh, so I just wanted to close up the show. I want to thank my friends and guests, Katie Martin and Katie Fujarski, for coming on the show. Uh, thanks again for sharing your faith journeys and your devotion to Mary and Jesus. Uh, we're thinking the Katie team worked out so well that Katie and Katie may have their own podcast, you know, under the Joe's People brand. Uh, maybe look for that in the future. Also, thanks to my good friend Joe Morse for being my co-host for the podcast. And I want to say thanks to all my fans out there on the interwebs. Uh, I know we have a lot of great fans all over the world. Uh, we've started to see fans in the UK, so I wanted to say thank to my, thanks to my British um, listeners. And closer to home, we've developed a, uh, quite a fan base in Houston. So I want to say uh, hello to all the Houstonians as well. And, you know, we love your Cardinal DiNardo. Uh, please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash joespeople. And find us on the web at joespeople.com. And we're also on iTunes. Uh, so thank you all for joining us for a little while in our walk with God. And that's all till next time. This is Joe Geisler saying God bless and good night from Austin, Texas. <laughs>